0: Hello fellow humans, Chris here again. So today, and probably for the next couple of days, I actually wanted to do a short series on 9-11 and the 20-year anniversary, and uh, just kind of my thoughts on a few things, kind of looking at it from a few different angles. I want to talk about what the experience was like for me at the time, how it kind of affected my thinking and my values and how it plays into where I'm at today and also where society is at today and where it was then, where it was before then. So I'm going to release a couple of different videos over the next few days. Uh, for this one, this first one, I wanted to talk about freedom and why I don't think it actually exists, uh, at least not in, uh, not in the context of a civilized society. Um, so to kind of backtrack 20 years or so, um, I, was a, I was a senior in high school, and we had this assignment uh, to write an essay. The thesis was, um, or the prompt I should say, was, What Price Freedom?, which I thought was a very odd question. I thought um, grammatically didn't quite make sense, but I guess it was supposed to roll off the tongue easier. Uh, the, what, what is the price of freedom, or what, is, what does freedom cost? I guess something like that is the intent. And I don't remember exactly what I wrote, but um, imagine I wrote something about um, the security requirements that had come about as a result of 9-11, the Patriot Act, um, civil liberties, things like that, Um, and how there's an irony in that the costs of freedom kind of preclude freedom itself. And so I believe, and certainly George Carlin, uh, who who was somebody that I grew up watching (laughs) religiously, uh, he had a bit about the owners of this country and how you have no you have no rights you have owners. Um, I basically agree with that if you've seen that bit um, and today you see it now with the vaccine mandates that uh, President Biden just actually brought up today already the cries of you're 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 stomping on my freedoms my liberties you know um i just don't believe there is freedom um and i'm not saying that that's a bad thing i just think that uh if we had freedom we wouldn't have had uh we wouldn't have had taken this long to implement gay marriage as a fundamental right um the struggles that we go through as a country, we're never going to be done. They're, we're never going to reach perfection, uh, and I and I think that that's sort of the point of progressivism. Um, but uh, if if you look at a structured society, freedom is imp- freedom is impossible. Uh, pure, pure, true, unadulterated freedom. Is, is impossible. There's always going to be uh, a check somewhere. There's always going to be an asterisk there or a, a condition of some sort. Uh, a, a good analogy that i found is zoos for animals. Uh, I, uh, I, I've had mixed feelings in the past about, about zoos, um, sanctuaries and things like that, things that keep animals enclosed. But I also, I watch a lot of nature, nature videos, and there is a lot of brutality that goes on in the animal kingdom. If you've ever seen a Komodo dragon, uh, yeah, they, they do some pretty crazy stuff. Um, Their venom paralyzes the victims and they just basically eat them alive uh, at their, at their leisure. Um you could argue that those animals are free. They don't have a government. They don't have laws. They don't go to jail. They don't pay taxes. Uh, But they also live under extreme conditions where they can be eaten alive anytime. Animals in the zoo, you know, you look at them, oftentimes... You know, you see a lion, the lion looks depressed, the lion is not roaring, uh, they're not hunting, they're not living their natural life. They're also not being eaten alive, and they tend to live longer, much longer than their counterparts in the wild, because they're not, um, they're not fighting against against nature and survival of the fittest. When a lion... Can't run quite as fast as he used to. He can't catch food anymore. He starves to death. So, those are kind of two extremes, obviously, of pure freedom, pure safety. There's somewhere in the middle that uh, you find yourself in a civilized society. I don't think you can have pure freedom uh, without... The without the destruction that comes with living in the wild, because uh, there's no one catch-all definition of freedom that everybody's going to subscribe to. Uh, at the same time, that that lion in the zoo is is he's under tyranny. He can't he can't leave. He's he's literally in, in a cage. He's enslaved. I um, I don't think that. For, for people that either one of those extremes is where we want to be. There probably are some that do, but uh, on a whole, there's there's got to be some kind of middle ground there. And so I would just uh, challenge that, that sentiment about our freedoms being violated right now with vaccine mandates and, um, You know, people have said that about everything up until now. Seatbelts were a good example. Uh, Every law is a violation of your presumed freedoms. Um, Some laws are good, some laws not so good. But um, I I don't think that a a truly free society would have any laws. Um, If everybody was harmonious with each other, uh, if everybody could just uh, respect each other's differences, um, you know, call somebody a, a, a she instead of a he if that's what they want. I, I don't think that that's particularly um, demeaning to your personal rights or freedoms to just be a courteous person and call people what they want to be called. But some people believe that that's um tr- tr- uh, stomping on their freedoms to make somebody call somebody what they want to be called but then if you don't if you don't do that then the person who wants to be called a he or a she doesn't have the freedom to be openly and accepted for who they are so at the end of the day there just is. There is no freedom. Um, there's civility. There's community. There's uh, you know caring for your neighbor and uh, accepting each other for who they are. But uh, if you don't have a sense of the common good and uh, what's best for society, you're you're never going to thrive in society because at the end of the day you're always going to put your own conveniences and presumed freedoms above the needs of other people and that precludes betterment of society uh, you might feel free but you're also contributing to the destruction of a lot of people's lives. And that's your choice. That's your freedom to make that choice. Um, but I just believe that uh, being a part of a society, you kind of buy into the the, the costs that... Uh, that you ensue by allowing yourself to reap the, the privileges that come with that society. So it's just something I was thinking about. Uh, I will do a few more videos on kind of on this theme, um, and uh, I'll be catching up with you again very soon. Have a great rest of your day, and remember, don't be afraid to question the consensus.